0: Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio on Seattle's Cairo Radio. Long-Term Care Radio is brought to you in part by 525 Advisors, your local long-term care experts. Brian Ott is a certified long-term care planning specialist and will show you how to protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of a long-term care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting options you need to know about. Now, here's your host, Brian Ott.
1: So think of all the bad advice that you have received out there. Can you think of the worst advice you ever got? I mean, it could be something simple like a bad restaurant or a bad movie. You know, we've probably all gotten a dozen of those. But it could also be something, you know, more important like a doctor or a bad financial decision. I will tell you that bad advice is what got me into long-term care planning. Um, I've told this story before. My my father was killed in an accident in 2006, and I wanted to start looking into long-term care planning for my mother, who was 60 at the time. And, um, you know, she was still healthy, and I went out and I just kept running into people that were giving me bad advice. And how did I know it was bad advice? Because I would go back home and I would do the research. There were a lot of companies back in the day, like Genworth, And John Hancock and Transamerica and Prudential that all sold long-term care insurance, but they were all public companies, so you could go in and read the shareholder minutes, and it was fascinating, because the, the CEO would be telling the shareholders something different than he was telling the agents and the clients, and so... It really set me on a path to get on the inside, and I went and I got licensed and and became a long-term care planning specialist, mostly because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't getting bad advice from somebody. I wanted to do that research. So I guess you could say I'm a little bit sensitive about bad advice, especially when it comes to long-term care planning, because I lived it. I went through that. And I will tell you, it is all over the place out there. I mean, stupid newspaper articles, just... I remember reading this newspaper article. They were talking about why so many long-term care insurance companies moved away from long-term care uh, lifetime benefits. Lifetime benefits were the benefits that would be paid out over your entire lifetime. So my mom has a lifetime benefit plan. I have a lifetime benefit plan. And there's only two companies left that are offering lifetime benefits. And this article said... Well, you know, the insurance company just got rich and pocketed all the money selling lifetime benefits, like the Cadillac policies. And so now they're not going to sell them anymore. And just think about that on the surface. Think about that boardroom meeting. The the guy that walks in there. Yeah, boss, you know, we are just killing it on these lifetime benefits. So I think we should just stop selling them because we're just making too much money on them. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right, Brian. That's a great idea. I mean, just stupid advice like that. The actual the truth is they got out of lifetime benefits because of cognitive issues. The claims were much higher on lifetime benefits because people turned those policies on. Um, stupid blog posts out there. I just read one recently that said Washington State, the, the, the Long-Term Care Trust Act, was sponsored by the insurance companies. Because the insurance companies figure if they can get the state to pass a payroll tax, then everybody's going to rush out and buy one of their policies. Folks, it's exactly the opposite. We've had several companies now pull out of Washington State until after November because they don't want to write these minimum policies or these plans that people might cancel down the road. So again, bad advice that's out there. And it's just all over the radio and the television. So we're going to spend some time today on this show talking about some of the most common bad advice that I hear out there over and over again regarding long-term care insurance planning. And I will just tell you, We could do three hours of this show. I I, I could do probably a show on this every week because there's so much bad advice out there. So let's just talk about some of it. Let's start from financial advisors. If we look at nationally, there's some very popular national syndicated advisors out there. Dave Ramsey is one of them. And, again, I am not picking on anybody here, any of these advisors. Dave Ramsey helps a lot of people. He does a lot of good for a lot of people. But what I have a problem with is some of the advice that he gives about long-term care insurance. And he's been saying for years that you should get it when you turn 60. And the problem I have with that is on the face of it, that sounds good. The idea is that, yeah, you've got your house paid off, get your other debt paid off, and then you can afford long-term care insurance. So, yes, that makes sense. But the problem is, what you have to also understand is that long-term care insurance is medically underwritten. About one in three people that apply for long-term care insurance get turned down because they've waited too long. Their health is already compromised. So my problem with that advice from Dave Ramsey is that it doesn't do you any good to wait till 60 if you have a stroke at 59, or you get in a car accident at 55 and get a spinal injury, or you're like one of my good friends who got diagnosed with MS at age 45, so he is uninsurable. So my point on that is when you hear the bumper sticker talk like, yes, finite, get it at 60, we're not all the same. We don't all age the same. We're not all at the same health level at age 60. And I have several clients, actually, that are 80 years old, but I've also had clients that have been turned down at age 40. So keep that in mind. When you hear those finite numbers like that, that's just bad advice. You should get long-term care insurance when you're healthy enough and you can afford it. And you have to remember, our health can change on a dime. We could get in an accident tomorrow, we could become uninsurable. And woulda, coulda, shoulda is what happens to a lot of people that wait too long to get this long-term care insurance. Um. Another one out there, Rick Edelman, another big popular financial advisor out there. He's actually on a couple of the radio stations that I am on. And Rick, again, has helped a lot of people. He's 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 a high-ranked financial advisor, a lot of respect to him. He does a lot of good. He helps a lot of people. But one of the things that he says about long-term care insurance, there's a couple things that kind of stick in my crawl. Number one, he's got this ad out there that says wealthy people don't need to worry about long-term care insurance because they have enough money to pay for care poor people don't need to worry about long-term care insurance because they're going to end up on Medicaid, and that's true. So it's really the middle class, and you need a financial advisor and come in and look at all your stuff. My problem with that is when we talk about the wealthy people, what do you define as wealthy? Wealthy people, There's just some. There's, there was just an article a couple of years ago that came out, and it just showed how wealthy people struggle with long-term care situations, and it's not about the money. It's about the complexity of the ongoing decision-making, where to get that care. And this is what I look at. If, if you wake up tomorrow in a foreign country, you don't speak the language, you don't know where to get the services, you don't know where to get food, you don't know where to stay, you don't know where to buy clothes, you are in just a world of hurt. And what, that's what long-term care situations are. They become complex overnight. Your husband has a stroke. Your wife is diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Now you just have to change everything in your life, and you have to go out and figure out, how do I get these services? How do I get the food? And that's what good long-term care plans do, is they provide you these team of professionals, this concierge service. So think about now you're in that same foreign country and you have that travel guide, the person that speaks your language and they understand the local language. So they understand what Medicare billing is, they understand what the doctor is, what the plan of care is, all those things that go on and on in a long-term care situation. So that's one of the resources that is overlooked. And my other problem with saying that wealthy people don't need to worry about long-term care is think about Costco. When I was young, there were these like price club type things where it was really targeted at lower class people with a little money. You'd go in there and you'd buy generic canned goods and things like that. Now we've evolved to Costco because Costco realizes that wealthy people value, you know, they see the value proposition in saving money in this area so that they can have more money to invest and more money to spend down the road. And that's what long-term care does for wealthy people. It provides them the guaranteed tax-free source of money, protects the rest of their assets, so their money can continue to work for them. And I will just tell you point-blank, 95% 95% of my clients that have an asset-based plan can probably self-insure. If they talk to a financial advisor, they would say, hey, guess what, you can self-insure, you don't need to worry about that. So that's one of the things that, that really just, um, you, you just got to be really aware of. Wealthy people, they may not need long-term care, but I'm under the guise that nobody needs it. You want it, and the reason why you want it is because of the guarantee and the value proposition. And with these new plans that pay you back, Oh, man, stick around for the client of the week. I'm going to show you one. Um, Another thing Rick says is that medical advances are coming on so fast that people under 50 don't need to worry about long-term care planning. Folks, again, think about this. Our number one problem in this country is obesity, diabetes, type 2 diabetes. We know how to stop that. We've known how to stop that for a long time. But yet every year our country is getting fatter and fatter. You can't blame that on technology. You have to blame this on the human element and the human will. So again, yes, there's going to be more technologies that are coming out, but those new medical advances are also keeping us alive longer. Long-term care situations have gone from about three-year average claim from an insurance point of view 10 years ago, 20 years ago, to over four years today. And if we're in a cognitive situation, which is the fastest-growing Alzheimer's and dementia, and there's no cure for that yet, Those claims are really in that six to eight year range from an insurance point of view. So just be aware of this. Yes, technologies are coming, but those same technologies that keep us alive longer are also going to allow us to stay in a long-term care situation a little bit longer as well too. And I will just tell you, um, we're going to stay on this. I've got so many more examples of this. Other financial advisors, when we come back, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk a little bit about attorneys and some of the bad advice that I've heard from attorneys. So stick around. We'll be right back
0: to Long-Term Care Radio. Many people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Learn more by attending Brian's free asset based class sign up now at 525 longtermcare.com are you thinking of retiring in the next
2: 10 years did you know you could spend the last of your working years paying into washington state's new long-term care plan and never get a dime out of it beginning next year this payroll tax forces employees to pay into a long-term care plan you won't have a choice and the only way to opt out is to have an existing plan in place Well, I won't be paying this new tax because my wife and I do have a plan through 525 Advisors. I recommend you do the same because long-term care is such an important part of your retirement planning. A good long-term care plan can make sure your care is funded and managed when you need it, protecting your loved ones and all you've worked hard for, giving you great peace of mind. They also have plans that pay you back if you never need it. Think the plan from the state's going to do that? Don't let the government decide for you. Stay in control of your own care options. Talk to 525 Advisors about your own plan, one that works for you. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. That's 525LongTermCare.com.
3: For the most options, including new plans that protect you and your loved ones and pay you back if you never use them, visit 525LongTermCare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525LongTermCare.com.
0: Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors.
1: And welcome back, and thank for uh, tuning in this weekend or during the week if you're listening on the podcast whenever you're listening. Hey, um, a special shout-out to everybody that just attended our classes this week. Again, I just love those, love the questions. I just think it's a great way for you guys to learn a little bit about long-term care. I've got two more on the calendar. Because of this Washington State Trust Act, we've got so many people that are trying to figure out, like, look, I'm, I was going to do a plan anyway. I need to go ahead and get this plan put in place. So we've added a couple more classes in June. So Saturday the 26th at 9 a.m., and Wednesday the 30th at 3 p.m. So, again, we're going to have a Saturday morning one at 9 a.m., and then that's on the 26th, and then Wednesday the 30th at 3 p.m. Classes are free. Just sign up at our website, 525 dot com. We send you a link. You click on it. You watch it. You can do it on your smartphone. So, again, we just added those on because of the the demand, and we want to try to help as many people as we can. So um, we're talking about bad advice, and I was talking about some of the different (coughs) things from – Financial advisors, nationally, um, and again, you know, Dave Ramsey, Rick Edelman, they help a lot of people. I think they their message is strong and good. I'm just talking a little bit about, you know, maybe some things that aren't their expertise and where I think some of that advice might be a little bit off. And we have the same problem locally. Locally, on the radio, there's several financial advisors out there. In fact, I just heard one the other day talking about, um, you know, how. Traditional plans go up in cost every year as you age, so they become too expensive. Well, that's not true. That's not true at all. We still have companies out there that have never raised rates on their traditional long-term care insurance plans again. So, again, those people are painting with a broad brush saying, hey, you don't want to get a traditional plan because every year you get older, the cost goes up. That's not true. We're part of the Rate state. <clears throat> excuse me, rate Stability Act. We are one of the states that's made it very, very difficult for insurance companies to raise rates on existing clients. Not on new clients, but the idea is if I buy a car today, I'm going to pay more for that car than I did 10 years ago. So that's really where the pricing changes. So again, that was just some horrible advice. Um, The same financial advisor went on to say that asset-based plans are, um, yeah, you can get your money back, but they're expensive. And and when someone says something like that, they're expensive, I'm like, expensive how? Compared to what? Compared to the cost of long-term care, you're trading pennies for dollars. And the fact that you can get your money back, he said, well, yeah, you can get your money back, but you're just getting your money back. So it's really just an interest-free loan to the insurance company. Huh, oh my gosh. So your house doesn't burn down, they give you 100% of your money back. That was an interest-free loan to the insurance company? Well, what if your house does burn down? And the facts are about 70% of people in this country are gonna need help from others. 52% of them are gonna end up in long-term care for over a year. They're gonna use those policies. So you're flipping a coin. So, again, when they say statements like that, that's just bad advice. And actually, I'm going to show you client of the week this week. You don't get your money back. Sometimes you can get more money back. It depends how you set your plan up on these asset-based plans. Um, Another one says locally that I hear on the radio all the time. He's like, oh, no, guarantees really aren't guarantees at all. The the guarantee is only as good as the company. So, really, what, what good is that? Like they can just close their doors and walk away. Well, let me ask you this, Mr. Advisor that knows so much about all the insurance world, which I'm being facetious, of course. How many beneficiaries have not been paid a death benefit when that insured person died with life insurance? How many annuity payments have not been made to people that set up annuities? How many long-term care claims have not been paid because the long-term care insurance company went out of business? I'm going to let him look that up, but I will tell you folks right now, zero. Zero 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 insurance is a guarantee and yes it's backed by the company but guess what there's also every single state in this country has a state guarantee behind that insurance companies also have reinsurance behind them so they have insurance for insurance companies and the whole idea is that as soon as one company does not pay a claim then insurance becomes worthless and if that would have happened we would have all known about it and we wouldn't be going out to buy insurance so Again, that's just bad advice. And why are these advisors saying things like that? Because they don't have long-term care insurance. They don't understand. They can't get you excited about the importance of it because they don't understand the importance of it. And, oh, by the way, if you move $200,000 to an asset-based plan, guess what? I'm not making my 1% off of you every year regardless of whether the market goes up or down. So. Again, I get really, really, you can tell that one gets in my crawl. Um, Guarantees are only as good as a company and and blah, blah, blah. What does that really mean? It's like, well, do your history. Do your research. Great Depression, World Wars, nobody ever got. Financial crisis, nobody ever skipped out on a payment for life insurance or long-term care or anything like that. Excuse me. So let's move on. Uh, Away from financial advisors, let's talk a little bit here. How about attorneys? Bad advice, and again, we're talking about bad advice that comes from people that we get advice from. Um, you need to do an estate plan before you look into long-term care insurance. This is what one of the attorneys that I used to work with said one time, and I was like, huh, that makes absolutely zero sense. You got to realize, folks, half of Americans are not going to get long-term care insurance. They're not going to qualify. They're gonna, their, their, their health is going to be compromised, or they're going to be outside the bill chart. They're going to be, be too heavy. They're just not going to qualify. And my point is, if you're doing an estate plan and you're trying to protect assets and you cannot get long-term care insurance, you need to know that going into that meeting because now you're going to have to make some hard decisions. You're going to have to really decide, do I put this money in a trust and make it irrevocable so I can really get that off of my balance sheet? Because otherwise, you know the rules are, <laughs> are pretty straightforward. With Medicaid, you're going to spin those assets down. So, no, you need to know if you can get long-term care insurance and then you can design yourself an estate plan because you can say, yes, I have a dedicated fund of money that's going to pay X amount should I end up in an extended health care situation. But if I don't, if I can't get that long-term care insurance, well, then you need to sit down and talk to the attorney. Well, how am I going to really protect this family home? That's what I really want to do. So, you're going to have to figure out how to get that into a trust or get that out of your name so that you can protect that. That's a whole different conversation. Um, Another one. This is probably my favorite thing that I heard. I was driving back from the radio station when I was doing a live show, and this attorney was on after me, and I I honestly about wrecked my car. I was taking a drink out of my water bottle and snorted water out my nose, because I heard him say this on the radio. If you don't have enough long-term care insurance to pay the full bill of a nursing home, then why bother? And and honestly, he said that. What's the point? If you don't have enough long-term care insurance to pay the $10,000 nursing home bill, then why bother? Oh, folks, let me just tell you something right now. That is, one of the, that is one of the stupidest, most uneducated statements I've ever heard. Long-term care insurance is nursing home avoidance insurance. Statistically speaking, if you have long-term care insurance, you have almost zero chance that you're going to end up in a nursing home because you're going to have the resources to bring the care into your home or you're going to stay in an assisted living facility or adult family home. Nursing home might be hospice. It might be the last six weeks or the last month of your life. But the idea is that even if you were in a nursing home and that nursing home was $10,000 and you've got $5,000 a month of long-term care insurance, you've got a 50% discount. What is that doing for your state? It's protecting your assets. So that kind, of, that kind of stuff, when people say stuff like that, it drives me crazy because there is no thought process behind that. And honestly, with the idea of long-term care insurances, what we're trying to do is set a guaranteed source of money up there. We don't know if we're gonna need two hours a day of care or we're going to end up in a special memory clinic. But what we know is we pay pennies for those dollars that we're going to get tax-free, and that's going to help our estate, and it's going to help our family. So that was one of the things that I just really, really struggled with. Um, legal planning can be a substitute for long-term care insurance. We're seeing this out there as advice. Come get a legal plan. And in fact, one of the websites I was looking at said live... Out life in your home Age in home comfortably surroundings instead of a nursing home avoid becoming a burden on your family get the support you need without relying on unpaid family caregivers have money left you have a plan to pay for long-term care that will preserve assets so that you can enjoy a greater quality of life the problem is they market this as legal planning not as long-term care insurance folks legal planning set up a trust and a will and you're going to be protected And let me just tell you this, I've had multiple people when I was teaching life classes that have gone through these life planning seminars and done their wills and trusts, and I'm not poo-pooing that at all. You've gotta get your legal plan. You need medical directives. You need living wills. You need power of attorneys. You should have an efficient way to move your estate to the next generation. Save taxes, do all that stuff. That's what a great estate plan does. But what it doesn't do is it doesn't make you eligible for some magical free long-term care for the government. You don't get your legal plan out and hand it when your husband has a stroke and and call your attorney and say, okay, have Medicaid come in and we want 24-7 care and we want to protect our assets and we want to do all those things. It does not work that way. And so you have to understand that we are so full of this bad advice out there, and that's why we teach our classes, that's why we do the radio show. You do not have to get long-term care insurance planning, but you should understand how it works, number one, before you decide you don't want it. Because I can guarantee you, you can go to any assisted living facility, you can go to anybody receiving care at home, you can go to any adult family home and talk to people that have long-term care insurance. And there's not going to be one of those people that would have said, yeah, I shouldn't have got this. I should have self-insured. Not one. They're going to wish, "Oh gosh, yeah, I'm glad I have this. Maybe I would have got some more. So stick around. We're going to head into our next break. And when we come back, I'm going to show you a client of the week, an asset-based plan. And you tell me why you wouldn't do this if you could afford it. We'll be right back.
0: Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay you back with interest if you never use it. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free classes at 525longtermcare.com. Are you thinking of retiring in the next 10
2: years? Did you know you could spend the last of your working years paying into Washington State's new long-term care plan and never get a dime out of it? Beginning next year, this payroll tax forces employees to pay into a long-term care plan. You won't have a choice, and the only way to opt out is to have an existing plan in place. Well, I won't be paying this new tax because my wife and I do have a plan through 525 Advisors. I recommend you do the same because long-term care is such an important part of your retirement planning. A good long-term care plan can make sure your care is funded and managed when you need it, protecting your loved ones and all you've worked hard for, giving you great peace of mind. They also have plans that pay you back if you never need it. Think the plan from the state's going to do that? Don't let the government decide for you. Stay in control of your own care options. Talk to 525 Advisors about your own plan, one that works for you. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. That's 525LongTermCare.com.
3: Take the burden off your loved ones by making sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Visit 525LongTermCare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525LongTermCare.com.
2: Hey, it's Dory Monson with Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. And Zach, recently one of the largest investment banks in the country, finally published research showing why a 60-40 stock bond portfolio is outdated. This is something you've been talking about on Know Your Risk Radio for
0: years. Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Dory, it certainly feels that way. This research shows exactly what we've been telling people for years now. Using bonds as the safe portion of your portfolio is a serious gamble. And now is not the time to be gambling your retirement. With Bulwark's bond replacement strategy, we'll show you how to protect your portfolio against loss, but still grow your assets. We teach you exactly how to do it in our free booklet, Common Sense Investing.
2: Call Zach right now to get your free copy of Common Sense Investing. Call 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement where the firm is licensed to conduct business. Bulwark Capital is a DBA of Clear Creek Financial Management, a registered investment advisor.
0: This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com.
1: And welcome back, and thanks again for tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio. I'm kind of on, uh, I feel like I'm on my soapbox this week, preaching to the crowd. Um, but it is, again, bad advice just fires me up. And I am just scratching the surface here, so I'm probably going to have to do another show down the road about some of the additional bad advice I hear, because what I really just want to bring to the surface is that you know, people tend to do things on bumper stickers. And, and you know, the, the the message has to be on a bumper sticker. And I was telling Madeline, we got to come up with that stupid bumper sticker saying to just simplify a complex thing like Sue Orman. You know, I love what Suze Orman just sums up pay off your credit cards and max out your 401k that's pretty much the answer for everything and and to me there's always a bit of good advice in there but you got to weed out the bad advice in there too that some of these people say because they're just trying to simplify things and long-term care planning is complex there's no doubt about it um there's medical underwriting there's all kinds of issues that we have to look at so um, I think you just, you know, we're trying to bring this information to you so that you can be your own advocate and don't listen. Don't, don't listen to me. You know, l- do your research. I, and people do. When they, they come in and meet with me, I say, hey, look, here's some options for you. But I mean, think about this. Look this up. Look up the companies, you know. And so that's really what we're talking about. And today, um, and, and again, I want to let everybody know that we added two more classes this month in June. So we're going to have a class on Saturday, the 26th at 9 a.m., and again, Wednesday, the 30th at 3 p.m. And we always encourage, everybody to start with one of those classes. Just find out the basics. So that way when we're talking and designing a plan for you, you're not trying to figure out what long-term care insurance pays for. We're going to teach you all that, and we'll send you our book, A Guide to Long-Term Care Planning. We can even do that in a PDF format. So, again, two more classes. are on our website at 525longtermcare.com. They're going to be at the end of June. So let's go to our client of the week. This is always my favorite part of the show. And this week we're talking about bad advice from, you know, from financial professionals and attorneys. I, I didn't even get into the CPAs, we'll have to do a whole another show on that. But what I want to talk about here is is today is like how do you set up a plan for somebody that was planning on self-insuring that was told they need to self-insure because that was the right option. And that's what happened to our clients this week. This is Henry, who is 65, and Clara, who is 66. And I just want to go through this, and then at the end of this, you tell me, does it make sense? Did they do something that makes sense, or would you have just kept your money where it was? So again, Henry is 65 Clara is 66 they're both retired and they've been you know working on planning they're just really trying to plan out the next stage of their life. They have three children, five grandchildren, and they love to travel and they're both really healthy, so they can still do that. Um, they're making the best of it and, and they're trying to their goal is just, hey, we want to travel, we want to see some of the world, and we want to spend as much time as we can in between there with our kids and our grandkids. That's just really our goal that's what we want to do. Their concerns, Clara's mom is 89 and is in care right now. She's actually living with her aunt. So Clara's mom is living with her little sister. She has a sister that's 14 years younger than her. So she's living with her. But again, Clara's like, I don't know how long that's going to last. And so we're really kind of worried about that. Henry's dad is 86. They just moved him into an assisted living facility after uh, Henry's mom passed away last year. So his dad is now into a state where he's not really safe on his own. So they're moving him into an assisted living facility. And him and his brother are wrestling with selling the house now. They've got to sell the house to pay for dad's care because dad's actually, you know, pretty good shape. He needs assistance, but, you know, it's not like he's going to die tomorrow. So they've got to come up with the funds and they're going to have to sell the family home. And he said, you know, it's just really, really hard for his dad. And uh, it's hard for the brothers, too. So, so they're kind of living in it right now. They're, they're, they've realized just what long-term care events can do. Neither of them want to become a burden on their family. That's, again, one of their goals, don't become a burden on their children. Their children and their grandchildren, they want them to live their life and go on. They felt that they had enough money to self-insure, probably. And again, this is always the key, right? We we would probably have enough just to self-insure, but they really liked the idea of having a long-term care plan. They liked the idea of having a guarantee. Um, What we found out when we were talking with them is that they have an estate plan put together, and they wanted to leave assets to their family, and they had gone through all that, kind of how they want that mapped out now. But when they asked their attorney about long-term care insurance, they were told that it was expensive and that they were too old to put a plan in place. Now, folks, again, just chalk that up at the top of the list. Bad advice. You're too old. It's not your age. It's 65 or 62 or 66 or even 76. It's your health. They are not too old to get long-term care insurance. So, again, their attorney just brushing it off because he didn't really have a good answer. He didn't have a referral. He didn't say, yeah, you should look into it because these are really great plans. It's like, yeah, well, you're too old and you can probably just self-insure. They had looked into a traditional long-term care plan just to pay as you go, you know, years ago when they were in their fifties and they just thought, cause everybody said, oh, you got to get it by the time you're 50. So they said they had looked into it, but it just didn't make sense for them at the time and they just never pulled the trigger. So that's why they thought, oh gosh, we waited too long. We should have done this 15 years ago. Now. Their CPA told them that they could self-insure, huh? Folks, again, why, why would you do this? Some of the most conservative people out there, the people that have money and wealth, they don't understand how these plans work. You know, but he, you know, he just said you can self-insure, but it wasn't clear on how much money they needed. So, so Henry's point is like, well, how much money do we set aside? I can't have it in the market because if the market goes down and we need long-term care, then we're going to have half the care that we need. How much do I need? So again, the CPA struggled with that. Well, you know, you can look up average costs. Blah 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 blah. Same old, same old. So, they were really nervous about the state of the economy and, and especially Henry. you know they had worked hard their whole life, they saved their money and they said, "Look we 're not so much worried about doubling our money from here we 're worried about protecting what we have, and we're worried that the the, the markets you know at an all time high could go down and, and just you know we're printing money like no tomorrow, and it's a valid concern. And based on that, they really had a lot of money setting in what they called safe investments, which, you know, when you're in your mid-60s headed to 70, a lot of people do. A lot of people have a lot of money in bonds and CDs and savings because they're trying to protect it. Um, They really want to age in their home. That was something else that was important to them. Hey, we're healthy. Should something happen to us, we would like to stay in our home for as long as possible but they were not adverse to moving into an assisted living facility. They said, "Look, if that becomes the best option for us, we will certainly do that. But we would like to age in our home for as long as we can." So that was something that was very important to them. Family meant the world to Henry and Clara. They just they just really wanted to make sure that they could be close to their family as, as as long as they could. And again, an extended healthcare situation not being a drag on their family. In Other words, they didn't want to make their last years the worst years for them and their family. So that was something that they. They talked about in our conversation and again they were just very conservative henry admitted um, he just said look we are not worried about growing our money we're worried about protecting our money so he had a lot of cash a lot of money sitting on the sidelines and he said you know i don't we're not getting any interest on that money and i don't want to put it in the stock market so i feel like i'm stuck between a rock and a hard place and i get that And they loved the idea of having a plan that would also go back to the estate if they did not use it. So those are just some of the things that we talked about as we went through this process with them. Now here's what we did for them. After reviewing the options, they could have done a traditional pay-as-you-go plan, but they decided to settle on an asset-based plan. And so we looked at the different types of plans. We said we're gonna do an asset-based plan, and then here's your different funding options. Henry and Clara decided that they wanted to set up an asset-based plan, and they wanted to fund it with just a single lump sum. Their options, they were young enough. They could have done a 10-pay. They could have done a 20-pay. They could have done five guaranteed-level payments. They could have done a deposit and some payments. But again, with the leverage, you get the most insurance if you just put a deposit in there. And the way we set this plan up... They had money, setting in CDs, setting in the money market. He said, yes, I can just pull that money and reposition it. That would be easy for us, so that's really what we did. Um, they decided that they, they wanted to maximize their long-term care benefit. so we gave them a lifetime benefit for both people. That means that once they go on claim, they will never run out of long-term care insurance. That's what I have. I have that for myself and my wife. So when I go on claim, I'm going to start receiving my monthly benefit. I will never run out of that. It doesn't matter if it's five years, 10 years, 15 years, 25 years. I have a lifetime benefit on long-term care insurance. So this is how we set it up. We took a single deposit of $345,427. Now, the reason why it's an odd number like that is because this was just money that he had in CDs that came due. So he says, yeah, I'm just going to get that cleared out. And whatever that is, I'll just reposition that because that was their rainy day fund anyway. Now, the problem with having money in CDs for long-term care is that if some, an event happens and you're still in that you know, surrender charge, you're going to pay a penalty to get out of it. So keep that in mind. So they were glad they had these CDs that came due, and he wasn't really stoked about you know turning it back over because about the best rate right now on a CD is about a half a percent. So we set up a plan that's gonna pay each of them $130,000 a year, it's actually one thirty six eighty, dollars but I'm just gonna round off here for the radio. That is $10,890 per month per person for an unlimited amount of time. It's also gonna provide them with a return of premium, or this is what the IRS considers a death benefit when they die, of $363,000. Now remember they only put 345 in they're going to get 363 back either way. So that means if they spend 100,000 on long-term care they get the difference paid back to the estate the 263 if they never use it the full 6363 goes back to the estate. But here's what's powerful about this option. They had the option to increase that death benefit. They could have reduced their long-term care benefit down to $9600 a month or 115,000 a year per person instead of 130 And it would have given them a $482,000 death benefit. So again, they would have been guaranteed to get four eighty-two dollars back. But again, we're not buying it for the death benefit. If you can get more than you put into the plan back, great. But how much more back do you need? That's only if you don't use it. So that's where the financial advisor that says, oh, it's really an interest-free loan to the insurance company. It's like, no, statistically speaking, you're going to use it for long-term care. So what you want to do is maximize your long-term care which is what they did. So that's why they have $130,000. Now, folks, think about this. If they're both on claim, $260,000 a year will come out of this policy tax-free for the rest of their life. What kind of assurance does that give them? I mean, it's just huge. I mean, it's absolutely huge. So, again, they've got that. Um, Remember, now, some of these... Plans have a lot of other features to it. This plan particularly is going to give them caregiver training. So they're going to have over $20,000 that they can spend on caregiver training. So that's family members. If you need to take a class on Alzheimer's or learn how to handle medication, you're going to be able to do that. Um, It's also going to give them $20,000 for medical equipment and home improvement. So if I need a wheelchair ramp, a stair lift, grab handles, an intravenous pump, whatever I need to bring into my home, that policy will pay for that too. Remember about the travel in your, you know, you're in a foreign country, you don't speak the language, this company provides that concierge claim support. So when you call, they assign somebody to you that understands what long-term care is, understands how to get the plan of care from the doctor, understands how to help you find the care and the support you need and to get it in the location that you want. So if you want to bring people into home, they're going to help you find that home agency and guide you through that process. You're still in control. Remember, the travel agent's going to say, here's three restaurants. You can eat at any of them. Here's the reviews. This is the one that most of our clients really like. You know, That's what they do. They're not saying, oh, you can only stay at this one. They're there to guide you and to help you. So think about what this plan has really done for him. Uh, it's got a zero-day waiting period, by the way. So if something happens to either one of them, a zero-day waiting period for home care or community care, um, they have the assurance now that they're not going to run out of money. And guess what it does for them? It frees them up. So they put their 340 in. They know they're getting 360 back. That can just be the tax-free benefit to the estate. Think about how that money is going to grow right now where it's at at half a percent. I mean, it's not going to grow. If they would have taken the higher death benefit and reduced their long-term care, their money would not even grow to that death benefit amount. So, Again, folks, do not listen to these people out there when they say something is expensive. This was money they were setting aside to self-insure anyway. Well, guess what they just did? They took that $300,000. They put it in a coffee can in the backyard. They're going to get more money back either way. But should they need long-term care, they have $260,000 a year available to them for as long as they need it. That's what insurance does. It gives us the guarantees. It gives us the protection. It gives us the leverage. It gives us the tax-free savings. And it's going to allow Henry and Claire to go on with their life. They can go have fun. They can travel. They don't have to worry about, oh, we take our kids to Disney World. We might be spending money that we need later for a care situation. No, they've got care. They've got a meaningful benefit. They're never going to lose their Social Security. They're never going to lose that money. They are set, folks, and it's just a wonderful plan. And these are the kind of people that we really, really love to help because they're like, gosh, why didn't we know about this? Why didn't our advisor tell us about this, our attorney, our CPA, our financial advisor? Folks, they're out there. These plans are wonderful. Uh, Stick around. I'm going to come up for air. We're going to head into uh, our final break. We'll be right back.
0: Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free classes this month. Sign up now at 525LongTermCare.com. 525LongTermCare.com.
2: Are you thinking of retiring in the next 10 years? Did you know you could spend the last of your working years paying into Washington State's new long-term care plan and never get a dime out of it? Beginning next year, this payroll tax forces employees to pay into a long-term care plan. You won't have a choice, and the only way to opt out is to have an existing plan in place. Well, I won't be paying this new tax because my wife and I do have a plan through 525 Advisors. I recommend you do the same because long-term care is such an important part of your retirement planning. A good long-term care plan can make sure your care is funded and managed when you need it, protecting your loved ones and all you've worked hard for, giving you great peace of mind. They also have plans that pay you back if you never need it. Think the plan from the state's going to do that? Don't let the government decide for you. Stay in control of your own care options. Talk to 525 Advisors about your own plan, one that works for you. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. That's 525LongTermCare.com.
3: Take the burden off your loved ones by making sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Visit 525longtermcare.com to learn more and sign up for the next live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com.
2: Hey, it's Story Monson with Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital. And Zach, recently one of the largest investment banks in the country, finally published research showing why a 60-40 stock bond portfolio is outdated. This is something you've been talking about on Know Your Risk Radio for years.
0: Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. Dory, it certainly feels that way. This research shows exactly what we've been telling people for years now. Using bonds as the safe portion of your portfolio is a serious gamble. And now is not the time to be gambling your retirement. With Bulwark's bond replacement strategy, we'll show you how to protect your portfolio against loss, but still grow your assets. We teach you exactly how to do it in our free booklet, Common Sense Investing. Call
2: Zach right now to get your free copy of Common Sense Investing. Call 866-779-RISK or go to KnowYourRiskRadio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement where the firm is licensed to conduct business. Bulwark Capital is a DBA of Clear Creek Financial Management, a registered investment advisor.
0: Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long term care planning specialist with Five Two Five Advisors.
1: And hey, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. I'm going to tell you on those plan of the weeks, I always get so excited. Um, because that's really what we do. And we sit down with you and we, we we design a plan for you and your situation. It's what's important to you. You know, we have plans that will give you 100% of the money you deposit into the plan. You can get 100% of that money back, you know, year one. Um, but there's always a trade-off on that. So it's just like for Clara and, and Henry, they could have they could have turned their $340,000 into, you know, $482,000 death benefit. But again... That's not what they got the plan for. They're looking at it saying, well, I'd rather have the extra $15,000 a year per person or $30,000 a year more of insurance because they're still going to get 100% of their money back. And, you know, honestly, I would insure everything in my life this way. If I could insure my house that way and my house doesn't burn down and I got the money back and it went to the kids, I would be all over that. So. That's what's really wonderful about these plans. And we've got lots of examples on our website at 525longtermcare.com. And again, you're going to hear we have uh, people that come in and they pay, you know, 5000 a year for 10 years. We have people that put, you know, big chunks of money in hundreds of thousands at the same time. It's based on where you're at your position in life. We're going to design a plan for you. And the other thing to keep in mind, if you're like me, when I started out, <clears throat> excuse me, with my very first plan, I was in my 40s, you know, I just added an asset-based plan a few years ago. And so now I have lifetime benefits under an asset-based plan that's going to pay me back. So you can always add additional coverage later in life if you are healthy enough. Um, we started out the show talking about um, bad advice. And honestly, I could drag this on for five hours um, without without doubt. There's so much out there. But I think one of the more important things to understand is the lack of long term care planning in this country is becoming a crisis. And that is just, you know, what is happening in Washington state with the passage of this Long Term Care Services and Support Act. It is going to be a new payroll tax on all wages for employees W 2 wages, bonuses, commissions, even your restricted stock units. They're going to tax you at 0.58%. And they're basically forcing employees to pay into a fund and set up a long-term care plan. The problem is it's not your individual plan. You are just paying into a trust fund with your payroll tax and you have to do that for 10 years, five years without interruption to get vested. And then once you're vested, you have to be in Washington State to receive those benefits. Those benefits are $100 a day for one year, so $36,000. Now compare that to, you know, three thousand dollars a month. Compare that to my client of the week there that got ten thousand nine hundred dollars per month for life. You know, by setting up their own plan, and they're going to get their money back either way. Um, it's a stark difference, but that's just it's a basically a minimum benefit. Now, rumor has it that California is looking at doing the same thing, but California is currently looking at Washington, and Washington gave us until November first of twenty twenty one to have a plan in place. And so we have to have our own insurance plan in place by November 1st this year, and then we have through next year to opt out. We have to file through the state once they get the website set up and opt out. Rumor has it that California is going to forego that. They're not going to give anybody a window of opportunity. They're going to pass the bill and say, if you have long-term care insurance, you can opt out, but if you don 't have it you 're forced to pay into the state because the states already see in washington they 're seeing a lot of people they 're seeing companies try to come up with group plans everybody 's trying to figure out a way to get out of this and so, as other states learn from from kind of our haphazard program that they slap together, I think you 're going to see more and more states forcing this on us. And I think it's easy to get upset. You know, I'm one of those guys I, I don't really agree with. I don't think big government is the answer. I, I just, I really don't. I think what they do is generally inefficient. Um, you know, just just go look at California as a whole. You know, high pro, you know, high property taxes, high income tax, high license plate tax. I mean, they got like a 13% income tax. Sales tax on top of it. It's never enough. And that state is just running in the red constantly. Their roads are falling apart. Their power grid's falling apart. It's never enough. Washington State is becoming the same way. We have a mental health crisis in this state. People can't get the help they need from the state, yet we're coming up with a billion dollars uh, to do research to save the orcas. And I'm not saying that the orcas aren't important. I'm just saying that you know, people are important, too. And we never have enough money for our roads or our bridges, even though we have the highest gas tax in the country. So that's what government tends to do. And a lot of people think government is the answer because they don't have to think. Well, I'm not in that boat, and I know most of my listeners are not either. We're working hard. We want to be in control. I'm a firm believer that life is what you make it. But what you have to take away from these Long-Term Care Trust Act that was just passed and these other states that are going to do something similar is that long-term care is a crisis in this country. The financial advisors are missing this. The CPAs are missing this. The attorneys are missing this. It's just statistically 70% of the people are going to need help. If we really look at people in long-term care situations, you're flipping a coin. It's about 52% of us are going to end up needing care for an extended period of time. So when you take a married couple like Clara and Henry, it's a 92% chance that they are going to use long-term care. It's just it's crazy. You just would not bet against that. So the states are now bleeding money with Medicaid. And remember, Medicaid is is shared with the federal government. And most people aren't prepared. And so that's taxing the services. This new Transportation Act that Biden is trying to shove through and Bud- Budichek. Oh, my gosh, it's a joke. You get into the fine print on that. They have like $400 million in there for Medicaid nursing homes to raise the wages of the workers and i'm not saying that's not important i'm just saying folks think about it how is that transportation bill right and that's the kind of stuff they're doing but what that's going to do it's not going to do anything it's just going to push the wages up for those workers because generally as a general rule the people working at the medicaid facilities are being paid the less the good workers are going to be hired off by the private companies and so that's just the way that works but again My takeaway is long-term care planning is going to long-term care situation going to become more and more expensive as the baby boomers come on board. There's going to be more stress on our system. And the idea for you to understand that that is the biggest risk that we all face. That's the biggest risk to our retirement portfolio is an extended health care situation. And it doesn't happen when you're 85. And it doesn't happen when you're 88. And it doesn't happen for 2.3 years. A third of the people are under 65. I have a lifetime benefit. I'm 54 years old. I've been covered since I was in my 40s, folks. Bad things happen to 40-year-olds and 50-year-olds too. We get spinal injuries. We could live a long time with that. So these long-term care plans are a benefit today. And then if you look at the way these asset-based plans work when you move into retirement, you're repositioning some of your assets into another pocket. You're putting a bunch of features and benefits on them, but you're not losing that money. So when an advisor tells me that long-term care insurance is expensive, I say that's bad advice. You've got your head stuck in the sand. It's not expensive. It's the cheapest thing you can do with your money. It's the best thing you can do with your money because you're going to get unlimited leverage and tax benefits and all these other things out of that for giving up what? Interest? That's it. Because everybody talks about opportunity costs. Well, it can be opportunity loss too. Insurance is a guarantee. And so it's getting getting hot out there definitely. So again, we're going to continue to do these classes, educate you come to our website, sign up for one of our classes at 525longtermcare.com. Again, 525longtermcare.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to uh, put something together. We'll be back next week, and um, we appreciate everybody tuning
0: in this week. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Event info, planning resources, and long-term care radio podcasts can all be found at 525longtermcare.com. To schedule an appointment with Brian Ott, call 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free long-term care planning class, visit 525longtermcare.com. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8 to Long-Term Care Radio with your host, Brian Ott, on Cairo Radio.